it's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. You're listening to IHSA Safety Podcast. Join us again as we continue our conversation with OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt on the subject of seasonal tips for driving, including weather, increased volume, and construction season. What other tips do you have now to share with us, knowing that the season's changing, we're getting into spring and nicer weather? Well, for sure, you know, the further north you go, you're still gonna see ice on some of the lakes, but a lot of the ice is uh, decreasing rapidly. You know, although further northern Northern Ontario, there may be some some ice still, but uh, when it comes down to changing weather and, and just the conditions that we're driving in right now, you know, depending on what you're driving as a, as a bicyclist or a motorcyclist as well, there's still a lot of grit and sand and salt on the roads. Uh, there's going to be animals uh, that are out uh, licking salt and, and you'll see them you know, through, mm. um, you know, rural areas as well, but just uh, making sure that you're always driving to within the conditions of, uh, of the situation. You know, we're going to have fog and rain and, and limited uh, visibility conditions that can affect you uh, to see what's up around the next bend or over the next rise. So if you're driving at night, making sure you're driving with your full headlighting system on at all times so that your taillights are also visible. This is particularly important, you know, at all times, but in the rain and when when vehicles are, are throwing some mist off behind their vehicles, it's hard to see them at the best of times. And if there's no illumination at the rear of their vehicle, you know, it's very difficult to, to see what's going on. And if there's a speed differential, by the time you realize that you're uh, approaching this vehicle, you may not have the ability to get out of the way in time. So, you know, that's one thing that we want people to, to realize and remember, if you're gonna, you know, start looking forward to spring activities, summer vacation, people are gonna be hauling trailers mm-hmm. and maybe going up to cottages and camps and so on, you know, making sure everything is properly secured down. And even if it's secured down appropriately on your driveway, by the time you've uh, gone around the block and, and made it towards the highway, things will settle down. The straps and the ropes may not be as tight as you, they were when you left. And so it's always good to go back and, and stop after you've driven just a very short distance to see what kind of vibrations have caused settling of those loads and making sure those straps are properly uh, secured down. Uh, always having emergency supplies, emergency kits in your vehicle is, is there for mm-hmm. for those times when, when you need assistance and knowing where you're going, having your route planned properly and, and just having having all the right pieces of the vehicle for you to not have concerns when you're going down the roads. You know, a lot of people are going to be changing their tires uh, very soon from the winter tires to their all season tires. And, And if you're doing that at a shop, we always recommend you going back and having your wheel fasteners uh, retorqued and making sure they're properly uh, installed. And if you're doing it yourself, again, it's so important that you do it properly, Mm -hmm. follow the manufacturer's instructions. And then after you've driven a very short distance, take that tire iron or a a, a torque wrench and make sure that every single fastener is on tight and according to the manufacturer's uh, recommendations, because too tight is a a problem just as much as too loose is a problem. So uh, be uh, be mindful of what you're doing out there. And, And again, when the when the weather's up and the convertible top is down and the windows are down and the radio's blasting and everyone's having a great time, we just seem to forget about the importance of driving and and the consequences of uh, bad decisions. So just make sure you're sharing the road. Make sure you have that awareness. And if you have a bunch of people in your vehicle, yeah. you know, all having a great time, yeah, that's good. We want you to have a good time. 
but uh, you still need to make sure that you uh, are following the rules of the road and, and you're aware of what's happening uh, all around you at all times. So, you know, just be careful out there because uh, the highways can be very unforgiving. To add to that too, as we know, as the weather changes and it, and we get to warmer days, we're going to see some of those more vulnerable road users as we, that's a terminology we use and, and motorcyclists are one of those vulnerable road users, right? They've, they don't have as much protection. They don't have um, the ability, you know, they don't have uh, airbags surrounding them like in our passenger vehicles. So something we need to be aware of as they increase. Um, another vulnerable road user that I just say is certainly uh, very aware of that we wanna protect is the construction worker. And, you know, we're gonna get ready into full on construction season soon enough in Ontario. And whether that's a temporary work zone or maybe a permanent road building, um, the infrastructure needs to be maintained in the province. And, uh, you know, we have very vulnerable workers standing on the side of the road, maybe beside live traffic. Um, and that's certainly something to be aware of. And what tips do you have there for drivers? Well, again, anytime you see construction zones and, and, and if you're a regular commuter and you drive the same route every day, you become you begin to become complacent again in, in your route. And all of a sudden one day, the lanes are gonna change. There's gonna be a lane shift or a lane realignment or something different. And you're not prepared for that. And, and that's often when we see an increase in collisions. And so it's not if you're traveling into a different province, if you're traveling in an area that you're not familiar with, you're gonna be paying you know, super uh, hypersensitive attention to what the next sign is, where you're supposed to be, what lane exits, which lane that continues on, um, because you don't know what's coming around the next bend. But if you drive this route the same day, every day, you know, for years, you're not gonna be ready for those changes because you're not even watching the road signs. So again, we just need to be aware of that watch for those signs, be aware of flashing lights. And again, for us as first responders on the highways, slow down, move over is a very important uh, uh, piece of legislation to keep uh, first responders and emergency workers safe as well. So anytime you see flashing lights, uh, amber lights from a tow truck, uh, red and blue lights from a police car or a fire truck or an ambulance, you know, require to slow down as you approach, you know, move into an adjacent lane if there's one available, proceed with caution, as you're going by, be prepared to stop if necessary because we're there because of a crisis, because of an emergency, or maybe because of construction. And there may be a lane that's ending. And uh, very often we have seen, you know, traffic slow down in areas of these uh, new configurations. And when traffic slows down, we often see these end of queue crashes that uh, catches drivers by surprise. So back behind where the lineup begins, a driver is going to be coming in full speed, not realizing it's coming to a dead stop. And, and that's where we have the most uh, catastrophic and, and tragic outcomes when there's a collision. And if that happens within a construction zone, there's plenty of signage. But again, drivers need to pay attention and, and be aware of those situations. There may not be any shoulders as well. And that is something, if there is a collision, it's very difficult for emergency responders to actually get to the scene. And in some cases, we're not even able to access the scene. We have to come from a different uh, direction to uh, find uh, the, the crash site because the shoulders are non-existent because of construction. So, you know, be, be super careful with the changing speed limits and, and just, you know, when you see those painted lines are orange instead of white or yellow, you know you're in a construction zone. And so pay particular attention about that. Very often speed limits will reduce uh, for those, those areas and, and it's important that you abide by those rules. You may think that you can still drive regular speed, 
but again, when things happen, it happens fast and you may not have that time to react uh, when you need to. No, and I think too, as, as we get into the summer season as well, you know, and to avoid some of those um, frustrations you may have as a driver and, and, you know, you get slowed down because of construction, which is a necessity, but there is some features out there like the MTO has a 511 app, um, which, is a, which is a great device you could download to your phone before you leave for your trip. And it does indicate what is my typical route? Where am I going? Is there construction zones in the wintertime? You could track the plow. You can see the road conditions, um, any, anything like that, because that's an advanced um, practice I can do as a driver to maybe avoid that route and keep trucking along as, as quickly as I want to get to my destination and decrease some of that frustration I might experience when I'm out on the road. Yeah, plan that route, know where you're going and whatever. If you're using uh, Google Maps or Waze or driving apps, that'll give you your uh, your estimated time of arrival. You know, that, that's a pretty easy uh, way of understanding when you're going to get there. And if that time tells you you're going you're gonna to get there 20 minutes late, don't try to start driving in a manner that's going to shave off minutes because it is next to impossible to uh, shave off any appreciable amount of time off that. Call ahead, call someone who... Uh, who's waiting for you and say, you're running 20 minutes late. You'll get there when you get there. This is my estimated time of arrival. There's some construction along the way. And um, in those kinds of apps, they will give you all kinds of updates with hazards on the road, construction zones, disabled vehicles. And they'll give you all kinds of information, even where uh, police uh, may be investigating a crash or doing enforcement. And uh, I know officers as well. They uh, sometimes even use the app themselves and they will flag themselves as being an officer on the side of the road. So people know what to expect when they're uh, in that area. And so you know, there's all kinds of ways. We don't want you to use that as, a, as an opportunity to now you know, think you can uh, do whatever you want uh, where the police aren't there. But uh, you know, there is a lot of ways that, uh, that you can use you know, technology to assist you in your journey. And just knowing your route and knowing your uh, detours, if you have to take the alternate arrangements, do you actually know how the, how your road highways are, are set up in your in your neighborhood? Because many people have one route to the office and back, and that's the only route they know. And every once in a while, it might not be a bad idea to explore some alternate routes uh, in case there is a delays along your way. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for those tips. And um, just to remind you, if you're joining us, we're, we're connected here with OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, who's joining us from his cruiser right now. And we're uh, reinforcing some of the best driving practices we can put in place to safely share the roads. And um, so thank you very much for, for that sharing that information. Is there any last minute tips or final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners on, on uh, road safety? Well, do you know what? Uh, I've been in uh, policing now for uh, over 20 years and I have seen almost everything, but then every day I see something that I've never seen before. Uh, there are so many, uh, there's so many variances uh, out in the world and we just, we just want to get home at the end of our shift. It's like you want to get home at the end of your day, wherever that uh, takes you. And so getting uh, to and from your destinations is of utmost importance for you, your family, your loved ones. And we just ask everyone to really you know, focus on what is important. Uh, take, uh, take a firm hold and, and realize there's people out there that love you and they want to see you get home safely and they don't want to see you getting, uh, getting in trouble or taking chances and putting yourself at risk. So it's just not worth it. And uh, I have had to knock on far too many doors in my career and officers all across the province have to do that uh, far too often. And like we started off this conversation with the number of people who had died, you know, those are, those are families that uh, no longer have loved ones that are there to, 
uh, support and, and have memories with. And it really is unfortunate and tragic. And so whatever we can do to change someone's behavior, to help, help them understand that they need to be part of the solution, share the road, know where you're driving, know what's going on and, uh, and get there safely. You know, I can't emphasize that more. We're going to be out there doing enforcement, but we also want to do education. It's not just about the hammer coming down and giving you a ticket, but uh, if we can share the road safely, you know, we're all going to be better off. No, that's great. And, and that's one thing that the role that IHSA plays is as an educator is we want individuals, whether they drive for work or they have employees who drive for work, we want them to manage those risks that come with driving and, and that they can, it is preventable. Collisions are preventable if they apply best practices. And, and so we have a whole suite of solutions that, um, that employers can take advantage of. Many of them are at no cost uh, in classroom training e-learning, we have safety tips and policies and procedures and a whole road safety program uh, to support uh, workplace parties and, and ensuring that they get to their destinations or work destinations. And, and most importantly, that they get home safely at the end of the day. So I encourage anybody who has not uh, seen our solutions to visit ihsa.ca uh, forward slash drive safe. Thank you, uh, Sergeant Schmidt. That was fantastic. Thanks for your insights and recommendations to keep our roads safe, you know, regardless of where and when and, and what people are driving. Really, everyone, as you mentioned, everyone on the road has uh, a part to do uh, to keep the road safe. And driving is a privilege. I really like that statement. Driving is a privilege. We can't forget that. Just imagine if we lose that privilege and how it changes our lives. The tragedies that occur are horrible. If those who continue to, to move forward and not you know, having that privilege is, is difficult. And that's the thing that maybe we have to really instill in the young drivers and other drivers is that, that it is a privilege. So thanks for that. Thank you for listening. I'm Enzo Garitano. On behalf of Michelle Roberts, I want to thank OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt for joining us on this third and final episode on driving safety and road safety. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss any future upcoming episodes. Thank you. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening. Start each workday by reinforcing awareness and control of hazards in your workplace with a five-minute safety talk. IHSA's Free Safety Talks Manual covers over 150 topics, such as personal protective equipment and traffic control, with more topics added all the time. Visit IHSA.ca to download your free IHSA Safety Talks Manual today.